0: And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam.
1: Good morning, Lena. Happy half is... uh Glasses half full, there. I was about to say, I uh, 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 got it all wrong there, I failed Man. completely.
0: <laughs> no, no, you picked up the pieces right away, valiant effort, glasses oh. half full.
1: <laughs> still too early, still too early, my brain is still fragmented, but uh, yeah, I'll get it together, I'll get you it You know,
0: together. a lot of Good Morning Soul <laughs> listeners actually re-listen to our, our segment to be at podcasts, yeah. and they probably don't get the message, we start our days brutally right. early.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they're probably going to be listening in sometime. in the afternoon or the evening <laughs> with no context of what time we're doing this so uh, if you are listening on uh, aod then uh, do bear that in mind
0: <laughs> <laughs> here's your context anyway all right let's jump into our keyword news portion of the day we're going to try to clarify some of the major headlines of course uh, rightfully so the first pick of the day is the trip that we've been suspecting for days now uh, kim jong-un is in russia this is our first keyword of the day Kim in Russia. So Kim Jong-un has arrived in Russia on his private train and is due to meet Vladimir Putin sometime today. The summit could see the two nations increasing military cooperation, one of the biggest reasons why the global community is watching with a close eye. What's the latest, Adam?
1: yeah so kim's personal train this armored train uh dawned in green stopped in uh kazan a station on the russian north korean border where it was met by a military honor guard and a brass band uh, kim was greeted by russia's natural resources and environment minister alexander kozlov and they also held a uh, separate talks as well it is not known where still the leaders will meet as kim's train is reportedly. Uh, heading north away from Vladivostok, the location where initially the summit was thought to uh, might be taking place. Now, many had assumed he and Putin would meet in Vladivostok, where Putin is visiting this week for this uh, economic forum. Sun Russian um, news media speculates Kim is headed for the uh, Vostochny Cro- uh, Cosmodrome, which uh, Putin is also soon uh, going to visit. Uh, it is the country's first commercial mm. space center uh, and is one of uh, Putin's pet products. So it has some significance if the summit is actually held there. Uh, Both leaders will also reportedly be visiting a factory that uh, manufactures uh, Sokhoi fighters and other aircraft. Uh, Photos released by the North State Media showed Kim being accompanied by uh, Foreign Minister Chesani as well as other top military officials. So that kind of... um, Highlights or could possibly hints at uh, deals related to the military. Now, members of the delegation could hint uh, also at what Kim might seek from Putin and what he would be willing to give as well. Now, the Kremlin said that the visit could cover uh, by or would cover bilateral relations, uh, the situation in the region and in the global arena. They didn't really have any mention of a military deal. Both sides have so far been denying that any arms deal was being um, or was taking place. Mm. Now, North Korea may seek cooperation from Russia on its space program, hence why uh, the Space Center is being reported as a potential summit venue. Mm. Uh, and of course, that comes after North Korea's has failed uh, two times to place a spy satellite uh, in orbit. Now, Kim may also seek Badly needed energy and food supplies for his country. Um, And now when the summit takes place uh, remains unknown. And In addition uh, to a summit with Putin, Kim is expected to hold separate meetings with the Russian defense minister, Sergei Shogu, uh, around Saturday, according to reports. Uh, So basically, to summarize, the two leaders... Uh, reportedly, will meet at two locations rich in advanced military technology, which is raising concerns, of course, in the West and South Korea uh, about their increasingly close military ties. So. Uh, they're steering away from what is an economic forum and venues that are more to do with the military mm. uh, and space mm. so of course North Korea wants to um, succeed in it's uh, what the North is claiming to be a spy satellite anyway mm. so some space related technology military related and defense related technology venues mm. are kind of being hinted at at a potential summit but of course Again, we won't know anything until uh, both sides confirm a summit and when it actually takes place.
0: <laughs> it's it's entirely different from how we promote other world summits, namely the G20. I mean, the venue gets decided weeks in advance and the city starts setting up. This is entirely different in nature. We'll have to wait and see if it does in fact take place at Russia's Abastachny Space Center, that clearly holds significance for both North Korea and Russia. But wait and see is the big takeaway. Let's turn our attention to our related second keyword of the day.
1: watching with concern
0: so South Korea and the u s. are keeping a close eye on the upcoming summit between Kim and Putin. Both countries are warning against an arms deal that would violate several u n sanctions, not that that has deterred North Korea from advancing its weapons program. What does South Korea's top office have to say?
1: Yeah, so a top office official called on Russia to uh, act responsibly as a permanent member of the UN Security Council, saying that many countries are watching with concern. Uh, The official added that the South Korean government is closely monitoring the situation, Uh, and is adequately prepared while cooperating with friendly nations. The U.S. has again warned against an arms deal, uh, basically reiterating comments that it's made before. The State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller again said the U.S. will not hesitate in taking any necessary action should North Korea agree to provide weapons to Russia. Uh, He reiterated that any arms transfer from North Korea to Russia uh, would violate multiple UNSC resolutions, The U.S. Defense Department spokesperson also urged North Korea to keep its previous promise and commitment not to supply weapons. Uh, Meanwhile, U.S. officials from the Departments of Defense and Commerce will soon travel to South Korea and they'll discuss uh, ways to enhance the country's joint deterrence against North Korea. And they'll also probably hold talks about any deals that may or may not be made between Pyongyang and Moscow.
0: All right, so will there be closer military ties between the two countries? Uh, We'll also get a legal perspective on the matter in our second hour, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, let's move on to our third keyword of the day.
1: Yoon the salesman.
0: So President Yoon has once again touted himself as Korea's salesman, pledging to visit every country where Korea has a presence uh, to support people and businesses there. Can you run us through what he said?
1: Yeah, so he said uh, that during his term of uh, one and one year and four months uh, so far, he held bilateral meetings with leaders of over 50 countries. That certainly is a lot. Uh, and he made these remarks while debriefing his cabinet uh, of his recent visit to Indonesia and India. Uh, the intention is to actively pursue economic diplomacy by personally meeting with world leaders, he said. Now, Yoon also emphasized uh, that South Korea, which has, A high economic dependency on foreign markets must travel overseas markets like its own backyard to revitalize the economy uh, and create jobs. He stressed that exports and overseas expansion of companies uh, are essential. And um, he said all ministries should help make checklists of issues that are faced by companies here. Uh, and convey areas that can be supported. Uh, and you also called for regulatory reform to help most companies, apart from ones that are trying to create what he called a privileged cartel. And he also highlighted the achievements that he made in Indonesia mm. uh, and India. He said he had thirty-three diplomatic and economic events, including six multilateral meetings and twenty bilateral <laughs> meetings. So he certainly was on a very busy diplomatic trip within those six days. Uh, And he stressed that the Korean, U.S. and Japan ties that have been getting closer recently is breaking down barriers and opening up even advanced fields, which is leading to more market opportunities and markets as well as economic opportunities um, as well. So quite an ambitious Uh, pledged by the president saying that he's going to basically travel to every country in the world (laughs) to promote career businesses. We'll have to see if he actually does manage to do that in the space of his tenure. But uh, certainly, he has a focus on mm. uh, boosting the uh, kind of economic and private sector.
0: Mm. So, his commitment, we understand, logistically, we'll have to wait and <laughs> <Right>. see.
1: <laughs> he is only one person, and there are a lot of countries <laughs> in the world.
0: All right, on to our fourth key word of the day. VP chief questioned. So Democratic Party Chief Lee jae has faced another round of questions by prosecutors concerning allegations of his involvement in a company's illicit transfer of funds to North Korea. The same case, uh, but he's being probed again. What's the latest?
1: Yeah, so this is another kind of uh, tense moment between uh, the opposition leader and the prosecutors, as well as the Yoon administration. This has been going on for quite a while now, a back and forth of these tense uh, uh, engagements, and he left the Suwan District Prosecutor's Office uh, after approximately five hours of interrogation. Uh, this follows a previous round of questioning um, on Saturday. He's being investigated for possible third-party bribery. Uh, upon leaving the office, he told reporters, "Quotes: I don't know why they called me in again, as they still haven't presented any evidence. Uh, the investigation revolves around claims that uh, the firm Sangbangal Group, uh, which is an underwear manufacturer, illegally transferred uh, over eight million dollars to North Korea between January 2019 and January 2020 on behalf of Gyeonggi Province. Now, prosecutors suspect that five million dollars of the total remittance was intended for the province's smart farm support program in North Korea, while the remaining three million dollars was the North's demand for facilitating ease visits. Uh, to North Korea. Mm -hmm. Uh, He denies all allegations against him. He's also accused the prosecution of fabricating criminal charges against him. And he urged the UN government to also focus on the national economy and uh, the people's Mm -hmm. livelihoods. Basically, he's saying that the UN government is out on a witch hunt against him and that the prosecution is basically acting as the president's uh, puppets in this investigation, which he calls... uh, Mm -hmm. Politically motivated.
0: All right. So the tug of war in the political sector will continuously be intense leading up to general elections next year. Let's be honest. You have to look at it from a political angle as well. Um, We'll leave it there for now because there's only so much time for this segment, uh, but certainly not the last of it. Uh, Let's move on to our final keyword of the day. Railway strike. So railway workers will stage a general strike beginning tomorrow, causing potential transport disruptions. That includes the bullet train KTX. What's the latest?
1: Yeah, so uh, it will be actually the first walkout by railway workers in almost four years. So it's been a while. Now, the first round of the general strike uh, will last until uh, next Tuesday. So it'll go on for Uh, about a week, and it may reduce passenger and freight trains by about 20% to 60%. Uh, Basically, these workers are demanding an extension of KTX high-speed train services to include Susa Station, which is uh, at the end of the subway line 3, if I'm correct, the brown line, and they are also demanding a better working environment, uh, and it is the starting station of another high-speed train service called uh, Super Rapid Train. So they basically want a merging of those two. Now, the uh, KRWU said its members have been staging a work-to-rule protest since August 24th uh, over the issue. The government plans to increase the operation of high-speed and intercity buses and they're also going to cooperate with local governments to boost subway services as well and deploy charter and reserve buses as needed uh, to of course minimize commuter uh, inconvenience as there are going to be several disruptions not only to uh, public transport, but also transport of freight and mm. cargo as well.
0: So some delays and possibly shipments as well as disruptions for those who need to commute using some of these major uh, trains. Uh, and your are right, Susa Station does end in line number three, dubbed the Orange yeah. Line. <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> Orange. Orange, brown. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm going <laughs> colorblind. <wine. laughs> On the
0: right track, pun intended. Yes. Thank you so much, Adam, for today's <laughs> coverage. <laughs> Gentle comedy, right? We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Uh, I like that one. You're very <laughs> welcome. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input.